What's up, guys? It's your girl Diana. Of course, shaking the culture, and I'm here with Lizzy Gray, hailing from Fifth City, Illinois. East Garfield Park, stand up. Chicago, Illinois, stand up. I didn't know you were from Chicago. Yes, ma'am. Born and raised. West Side. Really? Okay. How long have you... Blue Line, baby. When did you uh, come to Atlanta? (laughs) Uh, When I was 17. I moved down here with my mother when I was 17. And uh, I've been down here ever since. I just turned 23. Okay. So, about six years. That's cool. How do you... What do you... Do you prefer Chicago or Atlanta? (laughs) You know, people always ask me that. And it's like, (laughs) you know, ain't nothing like the crib, you feel me? Yeah. Ain't nothing like the crib, but at the same time, when you're talking about opportunities, you know what I'm saying, it's just a different perspective down here. You know, it's, it's so many opportunities, so many open opportunities, you know what I'm saying. Like, the the only downside to being a Chicago artist in Chicago is, you know what I'm saying, you, you kind of run into a crabs in a bucket mentality sometimes, as well as crab, crab in a bucket situations. You know, you know what I'm saying, you either trying to pull somebody, somebody down or you're getting pulled down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so... Uh, those that do, you know, make it out of the city, I salute them because it ain't even really the execs or the people that don't want us. It's the the other artists in general that kind of, you know, it's always some type of bickering beef going on that don't allow the shine to be on the music. It's always on the beef and all the other bullshit. So, yeah. I, 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 if it was up to me, mm-hmm. if I could make it, if I felt like I could do what I'm doing down here at the at the crib, I most definitely would. But you know. Yeah. Atlanta's Atlanta's beautiful though. I love Atlanta. I love the city. I love the culture. I'm a culture fanatic. So okay. I, I really enjoy just being down here and seeing people protesting and black businesses and all these just beautiful black people being independent. That's 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 a wonderful thing for me to see and it inspires me to, you know, keep going. So I like both cities. I can't necessarily <laughs> pick one, you know. That's true. So, um, how would you describe uh, Chicago's culture from Atlanta's culture? What's the huge difference that you see? Uh, so Chicago, you know, Chicago is an interesting city because a lot of people get inspiration from Chicago and mm-hmm. Chicago's music and don't speak on it. Yeah, you feel me? Like a lot of people, a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many artists in today's game and yesterday's game and the day before that have you know taken something from what we built whether it be drill music uh house music spoken word stuff like that like it's certain things that are rooted in chicago's culture that you just can't duplicate Mm -hmm. or replicate you know um i think the only difference in atlanta versus chicago is atlanta just has a lot more versatility okay off rip you know like a lot of the people that i met from atlanta that rap every one of them have been different but it's hard for them to keep that you know not get the tag of i'm from atlanta so this is the kind of artist i am yeah versus from Chicago, before even, you know, in Chicago, before people even hear my music, they'd be like, oh, it's, it's all type of stuff that come out to me at West. Yeah. People already expect that. So 
I th I think it's just kind of like a it's it's a it's a settling point between culture and music. That's all it is. With with Chicago and the whole drill scene, mm -hmm. you know, you had your Keeps, your Dirks, your Ducks, your King Louis, your Spenzos, and all of them. And they matched it. They were actually doing what they were talking about. They was matching the image. Yeah. Versus down here, you could have somebody with <laughs> green hair and a purple leather suit. Man, pum pum, mama blood. And I, you know what I'm saying? Everybody like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just different. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I haven't seen so much of people that don't look like what they talk about doing what they doing. Yeah. So it, it's just uh, more of a surprise to me. But I think that's the only difference. It's, you still find a, a, a nice variety of artists in, in both places. That's true. Um, and both got a lot to offer. Atlanta got something to say, like, like Three Stacks said, for sure. No facts. So, um, with that being said, your music. Where, where do you characterize your music? And because when I listened to your music, you gave me, like I said before, like a Travis Scott vibe. Yeah. You know. So I was just like, so me finding out that you're from Chicago, but you sound like Travis Scott. You know, Travis Scott, or you have a similar. Mm -hmm. Um, like you just gave me his vibe. So, where would you put your music? Um. So. I would if I had to put myself in the category because mm -hmm. I, I honestly hate putting myself in the box only because I drop so many different things. You do, you really do. But I would say alternative. Alternative. Alternative rap. Okay. Alternative club rap. Okay. If I had to, you know, I have, you know, there are two sides to Lizzie Gray. You got the R&B Lizzie Gray. Mm -hmm. And then if I had to put the other one in the box, I would say, like, alternative club rap. Okay, I can see that definitely. Because it's, it's I'm, I'm, I, the goal at, with some of the music you heard was to make stuff that could play in the club but have a, a specific amount of realism to them where mm -hmm. I was talking about real situations. But it was jumpy enough and energetic enough for somebody to get drunk and high to. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. You know, I'm talking about heartbreaks and depression and all that stuff. But people, it's people so blinded by the beats and the sounds. But I try to incorporate all of that in one. So that's yeah. why I just say alternative. So how do you come up with your songs when you're writing these songs? Besides, you know, your emotions and what you're going through. <sighs> Man, it's a it's a different. It's different for every song. Mm -hmm. Every single song is different. Like sometimes I'm making songs with the intention of putting them on a the project. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm making songs just to vent, you know, like this stage in, in my life has n not necessarily been one where I've been, I'm, it's, it's been easy to me, easy for me to communicate with others in terms of what's going on with me and what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And so that mic has been my main source of therapy. And so a lot of those songs weren't even really meant to come out. Mm -hmm. It was just I let enough people listen to them and got enough green lights to say, okay, let's Take you know put that on a project or let's put that out. But a lot of the times, like, uh, it's really just a simple formula: find a beat, mm -hmm. find a beat. Once I find a beat, it's going to click. You know, a melody, some words, something is going to click, and then I just play madly. You know, I just fill in the blanks. Okay. Because I I don't. Very rarely, because I'm I'm like I'm always it's some type of music always pumping through me, even when it ain't nothing playing. Like I got something playing in my head, so it don't take me long to get the 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 rhythm of something. 
mm-hmm. and, and get in the mold. And once I get in that mold, then it's about, okay, what direction am I going to take with this? Am I going to use this specifically to perform? Mm-hmm. Am I going to use this specifically to just put on a project and it needs to be an interlude or a bonus track or whatever? Like, I, I, I try my best to be super strategic and logical with what I make and how I make it. Okay. You know? um, if nobody has, like, let's say the people that have yet to tap in with you, what song would you recommend them to listen to? Ooh. Um, I would say Insecure. Insecure, Why? Insecure. So insecure is uh like I said, one of them one of them realism songs. Mm-hmm. Uh and insecure is basically based on a situation I was in with the girl where, you know, I was in one of them bogus ass situationships. <laughs> and um I was just en- enamored by the fact that she didn't feel the need to give me what I was giving her. And although I wanted to blame it on something, I wanted to say this is the reason why yeah. I couldn't say it because I knew she would call me insecure. Um. And so I was ro- just rolling through some beats one day mm-hmm. and I found some shit and I had it turned all the way up. So I almost blew out the damn speakers. But <laughs> when I, you know, I was listening to it and the word just came out. You say you love me. Why would you lie? You seen my call, didn't reply. I don't want to say it's some other guy because you'll call me insecure. I don't want to do this no more. Hard. And everybody that listens to that, they do like, this. yeah, that's yeah. hard. But I'm like, you don't even hear what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's just it's uh, situations like that that I was like, if, if I would have picked a song specifically for somebody, if they ain't never heard it, I want them to listen to that stuff before they get to the club stuff, because I feel like although I'm good at that, anybody can make that. Like, let's let's get to the stuff that defines me as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, so if do you have any music videos out? Okay. No. <laughs> and here's why. So, I uh, was in a a little indie situation at 15. Mm-hmm. Keep jamming. Um, they were really like young and just starting out too. So they didn't necessarily know what they were doing, but they had, you know, a, a specific amount of money put behind it, and they were going the EDM route. Mm. I was the only rapper associated yeah. with them. Okay. So um, although they pushed me, you know, that wasn't necessarily a goal for them. So I went my own route with them mm-hmm. and said, okay, if this is how y'all going to do it, then, you know, allow me to do what I'm going to do while mm-hmm. I'm with y'all. Y'all just give me, be my backbone. So in the process of that, from like maybe 16 to 15 to 17, I made five videos. Three of them dropped. It's now one left. And that's the first video I ever made. And that's just for... You know, that's just a history note for me. That's the only reason I left that up. Yeah. But it was really just, you know, if I'm being honest, because I really don't give a fuck about being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just bad business. You know what I'm saying? The the guy I was working with at the time, you know, knew I was young. And he was, he was sending me in a whole bunch of different directions because it was more about the money for him. Of course. And so come time to do the last couple of videos, the edits just got worse and worse, the effort just got worse and worse. And it was like, okay, I have a consistent, I have a, a, 
I have a way to do consistent videos now, but now the guy that's doing it isn't doing what I need him to do. That's and although I'm not paying him top dollar, I'm, you know, 16, 17 at the time. This is all I can afford. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the money I'm making off of that at the time, I'm probably making off of, you know what I'm saying, um, mix, selling mixtapes and hustling, like, you know what I'm saying? Between working the street a little bit, making my own mixtapes from, from 12, 13, yeah, and going out on the block and selling them, like, I would take that money and reinvest it. Mm. into things like that uh and at the time like in chicago you feel me everybody had a video like everybody had everybody that was making music at the time had a video it didn't matter if it was trash it didn't matter everybody had a video so it was like i got i need something yeah but the older i got and just started to look back at some of that stuff even before i took it down i was like it was never it was never worth putting that that kind of time into that because it wasn't what I wanted. It was what I needed at the time to help me take another uh, stepping stool in terms of learning. Yeah. And the knowledge of what to do and what not to do when dealing with, you know. But I definitely should have, um, you know, made some better uh, business decisions. But like I said, I was you young, young at the time. Yeah, yeah so. Um, I have a, a video for Thigh Pocket on the way, and I got a, a video for uh, My Way coming very soon. Um, so I'm like I said, I'm uh, before we started, I'm I'm starting over. Yeah, you know, I'm starting over I, outside of what's already on my YouTube channel. Like I want to uh, resurface as Lizzy Gray, the same Lizzy Gray people know, but you know, a, a different, just a different person altogether different artists different culture i'm bringing to the table like mm -hmm. everything okay um and then like you said we had spoken about that earlier before we started rolling and stuff like that so what made you want to start all over and kind of just take everything down and come and present yourself again um i i really just like i'm very specific about myself as an artist mm -hmm. i'm very specific and logical with what i do and I'm understanding of the fact that everybody isn't going to understand it. Jim, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. artists, I'm going to let y'all know right now. Be able to take constructive criticism, but stop giving a fuck. Bleak. <laughs> but for real, be able to take constructive criticism, but stop allowing people to determine who you are as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 one of the main reasons I'm starting over is I spent a lot of years letting other people determine who I was as an artist, making music, but not feeling like I had the freedom to make what I want to make because there were certain requirements for me to, quote unquote, make it. Mm -hmm. If you believe you made it, you made it. The only thing after that to do is play mad lip, fill in the blanks. Yeah. You know, but it starts with the confidence of I got it. And I ain't got it all the way. I ain't, I ain't saying, you know what I'm saying, we, I, I'm in a position just like every other independent artist is. Yeah. If it was that easy, I would be where I wanted to be. But it's, it, uh, it's not about looking at it like, oh, if, woulda, coulda, shoulda. So what? Mm -hmm. I'm here, I'm breathing, so I got another opportunity to 
you know, that's so show myself true. differently. And that's what I'm doing right now is just completely resurfacing and not necessarily bringing out a new me, mm-hmm. but a new energy. I respect that. No, that that's true facts, though. I feel like a lot of people don't think about it like that. They're like, they just think, okay, I'm going to get these millions and kind of just flash the money, this, that, and third. No. But your mindset is so different so far. Like, yo, I'm already in this. Like, you're already in the industry. Yeah. So you just got to go up higher and higher, yeah. which is really dope. But also, um, when you were talking about music videos and stuff like that, a lot of people, you're not, like, you're not just a rapper, music artist. You're a creator all around. Right. Um, so with you being a creative, you remember last time, like, yeah, last week we were talking and you're coming actually with a film. Yes. yes so yes, yes. how is that? So with your music videos that you are going to, you're creating, mm-hmm. are you directing all that? Are you being yes. the, okay, so yeah. how is that? How do you bring that to the film world or how does that help out? What's the difference between those two? Okay. So in film, like some of my favorite uh filmmakers are people like tarantino Mm -hmm. scorsese uh jordan peele uh it's a certain amount of imagery that i feel like is required to make a good film Mm -hmm. and they play hand in hand in music videos and in uh film um i think the way i'm going to eventually incorporate the two after i drop this movie is um, I'm going to start breaking down my movies in parts through my music videos. So after I drop this debut film so everybody can get a taste of, you know, what's to come, all of my music videos after that will be parts to a film. Okay. And, you know, the themes of those music videos will just be simply based around that scene. So it's going to get interesting. Um, it's gonna get really interesting. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it because I've never heard anybody. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but set it up like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's honestly, I think that's that's amazing because you're just thinking, like I said, so beyond it, and you're like you said, you have a strategy the way you move. Yeah. So, uh, what's one thing you wish somebody would have told you before being in this creative industry? Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Listen. And it ain't that they didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. They just told me that in like a, a different way. Mm. Like, it wasn't like a, it was like a listen to anybody who has advice kind of thing. Oh, sometimes that ain't, that ain't the way to go. <laughs> you fit. <laughs> At all, shorty. Like, it's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I I think the one thing I wish somebody would have told me Mm -hmm. coming into it was don't overdo the showcase thing. What do you mean by that? There are a lot of independent artists out here right now. That are spending their their very last dollar to perform in showcases. That's a no go. I understand wanting to invest in your career, 
mm-hmm. and invest in being able to perform and get your face out there, face out there, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. I did it too. Yeah, you should. But my things. first, my f- very first show in Atlanta when I was seventeen was Coast to Coast at Harlem Nights. That mm-hmm. is, I believe, is now Life ATL. I don't know. I think, but before that, it was Harlem Nights downtown. Paid three hundred dollars for that show. I didn't even make the top five. No way, really. So damn. At thirteen, I mean, at thirteen, at seventeen. $300 is something shit. And when you grown, $300 is something. <laughs> no facts. You know what I'm saying? But at 17, you know, it's like a band. Yeah. So it's like, for me to have, I was, the, the amount of disappointment I felt when I left that show, because I felt like I was good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all something now. Eight, nine times out of 10, it ain't going to be about who good enough. It ain't gonna be about who got the better music. It ain't gonna be about who got the most talent. It's gonna be about your image. What you look like, what you dress like, how many people did you bring with you? Are they sing- are they singing a song with you? Are they coming up to the front when you're doing it? You gotta be real strategic if you're gonna go the showcase route. Because it's a lot of niggas out here finessing. Yeah. It's a lot of people out here finessing these artists out of their money every single weekend. Yeah. And out here making bank. And then they get on Instagram and be like, yo, we got the hottest, we got the hottest independent show in Atlanta. Y'all come down. And then then you go sign up and you don't realize until day of that you, the only way you could perform free is if you brought five people and you just wanted to show your face. Now you got to get them 50, 75, $100 that you didn't have. So you can get in perform for you to not even have a chance to win because even though his song is weaker than yours, he brought 30 people with him and all of them know it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you, um, unless you just got money to blow, mm-hmm. don't go to Showcase route. Find other places to put your money that can help promote, promote your, uh, your brand and get your face out there. What do you feel has helped you promote yourself? Um... Well, number one, like I said, just thinking uh, strategically, Mm -hmm. I try my best to look at reactions. Like pay attention to views, insights. What are people listening to the most? What are they not listening to the most? Mm -hmm. If I'm I'm in a a crowd of maybe more than five or 10 and I'm able to play my music, what songs did they react to without them knowing that it was my song? Okay. You know? take that okay how many some more songs can we make like this okay mm-hmm. let's take it to an exec let's see what he say about these five he liked that one okay let's take that one put that one on the project okay. like you know it's broken down to a t so yes. it's hard for me i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah i think i think uh you just got to take your time you really just have to take your time like there is no rush in art in real art you can't, you know, you cannot rush real art. The minute you call yourself rushing real art, you're going to get fake art. Because that's just like trying to fake energy. Trying to fake art is just like fake energy. That's like coming around somebody that you know you don't you don't like. Mm-hmm. Every day you wake up, you hate the, the, the thought of this thing. <laughs> and you see, you see them in person. Yeah. You're just like, 
Yeah. People gonna know your energy fake regardless of how much you try to smile. That's facts. And if you try to rush a solution, it probably can make the situation worse. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's you got to have the same approach with music. Like you have to be patient. You have to take your time. Mm -hmm. And then once you find a solution that works, then you'll realize this was never worth rushing. Because if I would have rushed it, I would have ran right past what I was trying to look at in the first place. You know, you running your own race at the end of the day. You might have you. You ain't really got no competition until you made it to the big leagues. Right now, you are your only competition. I feel like even though then, like Moneybag says, is his own competition is himself because nobody's making whatever. Like little baby, only competition. Even though people might say Dirk is his competition, but it's like mm. little baby is little baby's competition. Can he come harder? Travis Scott is he gonna come bigger than Astro World? You know, like I heard. Yeah. So that that's just like, dude, you really he your own competition. He and is. I said it. If you mad, I don't care. <laughs> I can't wait for Travis to drop his new. Listen, what's album. Uh, Utopia? Yeah, I'm ready. Have Let you ever seen him in concert? Yeah, me too. But yeah. I seen it's I seen Travis in concert. I was just telling my baby this. I just seen uh, Travis in, in concert when I was 18. 18, 19, he was at Infinite, uh, Infinite, Infinite Energy Arena uh-huh. in Duluth. Yeah, I used to go. And this was during the damn tour. At the time, my top three favorite, well, the top three artists that I was listening to at the time was Kendrick, Big Baby Drum, and Travis. Mm-hmm. That was that was the top three like on my playlist at the time. Yeah. And then Kendrick dropped down. They go on the tour, and these three are headlining. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ain't no way I can't get tickets to this. So I begged. I was like, anybody that act like y'all love me, <laughs> go ahead and get this ticket. Yeah. My mama popped up with the ticket. So me and my, my homie ended up going. And I'm talking about, we were sitting in the nosebleeds, too. I've been in the mosh pits before. It's just yeah. for Travis Scott. Oh, man. The energy. Crazy. I was just showing her. I was just showing you the uh, the YouTube video. Like the energy is different. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now I want to show you mine. It's just different. And Travis Scott. Remember, I was telling you like Travis Scott is is like my top two. Well, my my second favorite rapper of all time. He's in my top five. With that being said, who are your other top rappers? Favorite rappers? Top five or ten? Five. Top five. Make it cook. Kanye. Travis Scott, Ears, Project Pat, and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Why those well, five? Those, those are my favorite artists and rappers. All right. Why those? Um, why them? So, even though I'm, you know, I'm from the Midwest and I'm a real blue, authentic blue line baby, Kids and Jackson, to the fullest all day. <laughs> a lot of my influence from hip-hop comes from the south because uh, i listen to a lot of mystical a lot of uh ludicrous mm-hmm. a lot of project pat play a fly like just so many under 3000 like so many southern artists growing up that it just became you know one of my biggest influences so that's how project pat got in there because mr don't play album is one of my favorite albums of all time with chicken head and ooh nothing and all that joint on there. 
Travis, Travis and Kanye came hand in hand because like Kanye is one of my just favorite people all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I've always looked up to Kanye. I've always said, you know, given the opportunity to take a major major situation at will and I had options, I would always go with Kanye. You know, okay. I would always be, I, I would love to be on the good music roster. Hello. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Kanye, Travis, Ears is actually so, it's a funny story with E. Like, I started listening to E in Chicago mm -hmm. right before I came down here when he dropped uh, Work Your Muscle. Boom. When I came down here, I actually was. 315 mm -hmm. at my biggest the entire time yeah it's no way I for real yeah what i can't imagine that honestly i was a big guy <laughs> and then the whole time like work your muscle by ears was one of the main songs on my playlist in the process of me just trying to work out and lose the weight mm -hmm. and he was just a big inspiration for me because I'm I'm big on energy, you know. That's one of my things with Travis Scott is outside of just his music, his ability to control the energy of the crowd at a live performance is just different. <laughs> yeah, and I love him. The kind of energy that Travis Scott brings on stage live, he brings in his music, mm -hmm. and it's crazy. Like if he I makes think. something, if he if he makes something right now in this studio. And perform it to you just like right after he made it, you'll mm. think you in a real concert. No, facts. And he just, he's a different breed. So with, with him doing that, and I'm, I'm big on energy too. Mm -hmm. Like I have almost killed myself on multiple occasions mm -hmm. just doing too much on stage. <laughs> but I don't care. If I can't die on stage, I don't want to die nowhere. Truth be told, if I can't, if I'm going to just go ahead and drop dead, I'd rather do it in front of a mic on stage because I didn't gave it my absolute all than, you know, just do it without a cause. But E, yeah, Kanye, Travis, E. Who else I say? Kendrick, of course. Uh, I don't know if you remember Look Out for Detox. Uh, I thought, honestly, I had to hear it and be like, oh, that's the song, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot how to fire emotions moving and then got a sweet 16 inside my finger. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. When he had the little checker shirt on with the scully. Yeah. And him and schoolboy was talking about you ugly nigga. Yeah. Like that that was that was the start of me listening to Kendrick. And then by the time he got the backseat freestyle, I was like, okay, something is different about this guy. Kendrick so I started hard. I started studying him. Mm -hmm. And I was I got attracted to Kendrick's music because when I first started rapping, like I wasn't on none of this auto tune stuff. Okay. I was straight boom bap. I'm gonna give you every lyric I could possibly give you type of guy. Mm -hmm. And it took me to get down here and be forced to make club music. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That eventually got me to saying, okay, now I need to blend the two. And I I'm think I'm creative enough to blend the two. So definitely. Thank you. So. Uh, that's that's been the temple, yeah. And then, pro like I said, Project Pat just came from my southern influence. Yeah, and my sixth man would be uh, Frank Ocean. Oh, Frank Ocean's hard. A, I have to if I'm mentioning my favorite artist, I have to mention Frank. Yeah, I'm that's surprised he was in the top five. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Um, but I was gonna ask you. So, from all their music videos, what music video from those top six you gave me? Which music video? What artist music video would you want to be a part of? Because I feel like Travis Scott. That's who I see you mm. working with. Because Travis Scott's video. Like in terms hard. of directing. Directing the video. Oh, who? Which one of them? artist what I want to work with the most yeah to direct a video hmm I would have to say I would have to say E I would have to say yes really and the reason being is because ironically me and ears ended up becoming good friends okay like and like after you know the whole process of me losing the weight or whatever mm-hmm. he he was around me the entire time because he was working at he was going to clubs that I was working at and I used to see him all the time and never knew it was him by the time I find by the time we finally had a chance to have a conversation it really was just like a high and by thing that happened probably like 12 times that about the 13th time mm-hmm. when I spoke to him he came to me Okay. And was like, Stewie Rock told me about you. Mm-hmm. And Stewie was like, this kid hard, blase, blase. And he just started dropping gems in my ear. I'm at work. He in the club partying. Yeah. We standing at the door. I got a broom in my hand. He dropping <laughs> gems in my ear for 10 minutes straight. Like, don't be afraid to keep working. Yeah. You need to make this move. Talk to this person. About, like, you know. And then from there, like, we just started being like oh you know this person oh you know this person yeah that's the homie that's the homie that's the homie and then eventually it was just like okay yeah and then we ended up both in the studio one day yeah drunk off our ass <laughs> and he was like bro let's make a song because i i produced something specifically for him mm-hmm. and i was preparing to uh pay him i was saving up to pay him for a feature he was like, bro, let's get it done. While I'm here, let's get it done. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's been nothing with, but love with bro. So be able to reach out and touch him personally, and I know he gonna, I know he gonna trust my instinct. Yeah, I will have to, I will have to do it, and he gonna give it a a, a, a different kind of energy every time. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. And you do say, you did say that you have more music with him, right? Yeah, I got, I got some unreleased stuff with E. I don't know if he gonna drop it or not, cause yeah. I was just telling my girl about this. Like he really likes my R and B stuff. He okay. really, really like my R and B stuff. So. It's kind of hard to convince him that some of the music we made, we need to do most stuff too, because he'd be like, "Yeah, that's hard, but that track you sent me." <laughs> I'll be like, "Man, okay." So, yeah. hopefully, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna chop it up with him eventually. But hopefully, you know, we get we get a chance to display some of that stuff. Uh, but there will be something coming with me and him for sure, whether it be a video song or anything. I definitely. I, I had an idea, and this is the first time I'm saying this out loud. I actually had an idea to cast him in the movie. Oh, okay. So, is it the movie you were telling me about? Mm-hmm. I honestly, I can't wait to see that come together. Cause guys, this shit is hard. Like Thank the you. whole concept of it, the way you like explain it to me is like, yo, I could already see it, but you actually put put that visual out. Yeah. I'm excited to see, and the way you're moving about it is like you said, you really just 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 look. 
long week okay of course but, um, but no but the way you move about everything is just really awesome like you know what you're doing and that's why it's just like no i believe that everybody's like yo you're gonna make it you're gonna make it no matter what we no matter what you do because you're a hustler you're hustling out here creatively you don't only do music you produce you direct you you want to act as well right yeah i'm, I'm starting in the, in the film but i have acting experience like i've done musicals i've done stage plays yeah i remember you spoke, and, spoke about you know, that stuff before. like that so this film thing you know to be behind the camera it's not necessarily like a huge change mm -hmm. but it's a change because i wrote the movie Mm -hmm. So, I'm in the process of doing casting right now to just see what kind of chemistry I can build with people. Mm -hmm. uh, natural chemistry. So once once we go on screen, it'll be easy for me to be able to direct, blah, 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 direct, mm -hmm. direct to act. Yeah. At the same time, uh, I feel like if you if you got a team with real chemistry, it's easier to just bounce back and forth. And trying to do it with a bunch of random people, and now I got to be like, okay, I need you to, you know. Yeah, no, I feel it. Bring I in understudies and all that other crap. You know? Yeah, no, I feel it. I definitely feel you with that. But, um, all right, so where can we find you at? Where can we reach you at? Um, and then you, you were talking about earlier dropping stuff. When are we going to get these dates? Do you have any dates for any albums, music vis um, visuals? Okay, so I have my debut album mm -hmm. called my college dropout okay that's dropping next month august okay uh that's almost done i'm not giving a specific date only because i just want to listen to it one more time for me mm -hmm. you know and just get a good feel of what i'm putting out before i put it out but i do believe that i have an amazing product um <clears throat> so i got the, the debut album my college dropout dropping next month Mm -hmm. uh, the mud, the film should be here by either the end of this year or the beginning of the next year. Okay. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at uh, L E E Z Y G R A I I Leezy Gray. Uh, everything with that handle, Leezy Gray. Um, follow my YouTube channel, Leezy Gray Music. Uh, most of my most recent uh, music that I've made and put out is on that channel. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also have singles on all platforms. I just dropped a single called Thigh Pocket uh, on July 3rd. Um, that's now on all platforms, so go stream that and check that out. But uh, other than that, you know, I'm just, I'm really just in the process of living right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't done enough living in my last three years of existence. Mm -hmm. Like I've I've lived, but I've lived based on living life's experience. I haven't had a chance to relax and lay back and feel like I can be relaxed and laid back in the process of me creating. So yeah. now I'm readjusting I have a my brain. With that too, yeah. actually, cause my people they're like Dana, you always say you're gonna take a break, and then hey, I actually have an interview next week, but mm -hmm. I, I need to take a break. But it's a, at the end of the day, it's a it's a constant grind, and like yeah, I said definitely. before, artists. Everybody ain't gonna get it. Everybody ain't supposed to get it. Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn about nobody getting what I'm trying to do because what I'm doing ain't for them. What I'm doing is for my community. When I get where I'm trying to go, and I, you know, I can look up and say I really made it, made it. Mm -hmm. All that money going back to my community. 
I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have enough to put in my pocket, take care of my wife, my children, you know, all that good shit. But for the most part, East Garfield Park, Chicago, Illinois is going is is going to have some work being done as soon as I'm, I'm in the opportunity to do so mm-hmm. because I, I feel like I owe them that. No, that's hard. That's hard. Honestly, we could keep on talking and talking for hours, to be honest with you. But, guys, uh, like I said, everything will be linked down in the description box below. Wow. But um, until next time, you know, just stay locked in, like, comment, subscribe. And I think, uh, hopefully, I'm not missing anything else. I don't know. I always forget. But, you know, it's your girl, Diana. Until next time. Sure. Say you love me. Say you love me. Why would you lie?